We would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the country throughout Australia from which we conduct our podcast. We would like to pay our respects to their elders, past, present and emerging. They played a slow song on my radio tonight. Don't wonder why I asked for it for you. Not a sad song, but a slow one with a feeling. Now I'm alright, dreaming of you. Hello everyone, welcome back to Beers and Tears. Today I'm joined with Greatest Kids. Hello. Hi. Hey, how's it going? Good, thank you. Do you want to quickly introduce yourselves so everybody knows who we are? Yeah. Sure, I'm going to introduce Henry. Hi. (laughs) I'm Chelsea and this is Ryan. Awesome. And what do you guys play in the band? Like what, what are your places in the band? Oh, places. Um, so yeah, uh, me, Ryan, I, I sing and play guitar and Henry plays bass. Chelsea sings and plays percussion and we all dance a little. We'll dance and write the music. <laughs> yeah. Love it. And so where, where did Greatest Hits come from? It's so like, it's who came up with it? Who came up with the fact that we were going to call it the greatest hits? <laughs> it started as a joke and then it just got out of hand and it was too late. Yeah. To <laughs> yeah. Well, the band, the band started, we actually, we were all living in Leeds in England and yeah. So that's, that's where we all met. We were all over there and kind of doing our thing, playing in different bands. And um, yeah, I started, Actually, ended up I played bass for this um, this band Half Noise, and I I didn't really play bass up until that point. I was always a guitar player playing in other bands, and um, I just had so much fun playing bass in in that band. And the bass lines were just really like melodic and groovy. And I got home and I felt really inspired, and I started writing these little bass grooves and started making demos. And someone that was at our house at that time, he was like really into it, and we made a couple more songs together. And was like, we should just, we should just like put out a greatest hits album, like straight up. Let's just come out with a greatest hits album. And um, yeah, I guess the natural progression of that joke was, oh, we should call the band Greatest Hits. And like I that was, I remember I was just working in a cafe part time at the time, and you and our mate came in just like laughing, telling me they're going to start a band called Greatest Hits. Like it was just like a big joke. I was like, that's hilarious. But and we like we totally didn't intend anything to go further than that. Like I was like, yeah. <laughs> and then I think we just I think I just sent him to um just to a mate of mine who played drums in another band and he's like man like these these songs are so fun like we should have a jam of them and we did that and then he sent it off to like this promoter in Leeds and he was he was like you guys got to play a show and we're like okay yeah I guess I guess so and um, at that point we didn't it was me and this drummer it was like two of us I was like okay well like Chelsea's got to be in it play percussion so we, we need to, I can't play these bass parts and sing. So I'm going to play guitar. I was like, we're going to have to find someone to play bass. And our drummer, Tom, was like, I've, I've got the guy. And so, yeah, we met Henry through that. Me and Henry yeah. didn't even meet until the day the before. Day. The show day. The, show day. Like the rehearsal the day before. We had the one rehearsal the day before the show. Oh, That's <laughs> Yeah. But so Henry, like. Did you all know each other like when you were living in Leeds or did you kind of just all meet and come together? So, yeah. We so me and, me and Chelsea knew each other, um, but we didn't, I we never, met no, I met, I met Henry. We both met Henry in a rehearsal room. Yeah. It was, I knew um, my friend Tom 
I'd known him for ages. And I knew he was playing in bands with Ryan, but I didn't know who Ryan was. I don't even think I'd seen... Oh, I'd probably seen you play a show, actually. <laughs> I didn't know anything about this until Tom sent me these demos. I was like, yes, sign me up. And then Henry um, Henry liked the demo so much that he, like, told a lie to the current band that he was in that he couldn't make rehearsals so that he could come and <laughs> Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh my Don't god, I love that. Yeah, yeah right. I want like I wonder when the, the time is to make a greatest hits album. Like when do you when do you do that? You know, it's well, that's, a, yeah, that's that's yeah. that's when we know we've done it. That's our that's when we peak. When, yes, we, yeah. <laughs> when we're deserving of making that self-titled album. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, true. Because it would be self-titled. That's hilarious. <laughs> I love that. Greatest hits, greatest hits. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Yeah, we've got to earn that though. Yeah, definitely. Couple years, maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Um, so how would you, I guess, describe your music to someone who's never heard it before? Oh. Okay, so um I mean it's 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 all groove, groove based music. So like we're all we're all heavily influenced by sixties and seventies music. That's that's what we all um kind of listen to in our own time and um so the music the music's it's always like groovy but then it has um it definitely has like a bit of like a pop backbone to it as well it's like accessible and catchy melodies and music music you can dance to yeah dancey and fun feel good smiley (laughs) groovy (laughs) i feel like you can't go to a greatest hits show and not dance you know like you have to (laughs) you don't dance you just like that's the end. That is our goal. If you so don't, people are like angry with us that they're dancing. Yeah. How <laughs> dare <laughs> okay, you make right. me? I can't stop. This is completely against my will. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and so, inspirations wise, I you kind of like briefly touched on like sixties and seventies influences, but I guess like who are your musical inspirations, and who have you been listening to lately? Oh. Oh, lately. All sorts. I've been listening to, we listened to that Robert Palmer who did, do you know Addicted to Love? No. Oh, it's like a big, like, cheesy classic rock too, but he's got an <laughs> album that he did. Right. Either before, after with, like, some members of, like, Talking Heads and some of, like, Gary New. It's, like, very strange, but fun. Oh, really good. I mean, like, talk, Talking Heads is a huge influence, both both in the sound and just the, the live it's show rock, as well. Yeah. Um, stuff we've been listening to recently. I mean, we we just we just did a lot of driving recently, actually, because we went we went all the way up north with King Stingray. Mm. Um, so we had a big drive. The, the tour finished up in Cairns, so we had this mega drive back to Brisbane. It's yeah, twenty hours. I'm stupid. So we did we did a few new albums, like there's a new Half Noise album we listened to, mm-hmm. and Parcels. I think the Parcels one kind of imprinted on my soul because we had like. That was the day that we had, it came out that day and we had a really big drive and I was like, right, I'm turning my phone off and I'm going to just <laughs> listen to this album. I'm just Did you fall sit. asleep? Charles well, fell asleep the first three times. <laughs> to the first part of it was so beautiful. I was like, this is like beautiful surroundings and I'm listening to, me, listening to this beautiful album. So beautiful. Don't be offended, Parsons. Charles always no, falls well, asleep. I kind of understand the start of the start of that album is kind of like 
could dreamy sleep yeah yeah, yeah. I, get that. I love them. they kept waking up and being like guys can we listen to the rest of it and they're like, like we've Chelsea, we've listened to this album three times now from was, top to finish I was so yeah. like, determined to fully listen to it but yeah. it was so perfect we were like driving through like the is it the Atherton and just that back that parcels album going oh, i remember so you perfect. i remember being like henry would you mind if it, you were like yeah, i would mind actually <laughs> yeah. so then, then you're, you're quiet and you're like fine put it on yeah it's like you can't <laughs> and it was actually so beautiful. it's perfect for that. Yeah. and you can't over listen to it i don't know it's they're they're just like the one band you can't over listen i don't know why yeah. or how but you could play it like, times and just keep going. I mean, yeah, maybe you true. could over listen to it. I feel like in I the car. Them over to it, but. <laughs> well, there'd be a few times I'd be like, oh, I don't want to do this again. And then like one song come on, would come on. Is it that free? I'm free or whatever that is. And I'd be like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually a great choice. Yeah. Hey, it's really cool. I only noticed the other day that they, their like single version of that song is different to the album version. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. No, I only noticed the other day. So there you go. There's fun fact. Oh, yeah, yes. more listening. Bonus more listening coming your way, Henry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what are your, I guess, processes like making a song or making music in the band? Does someone like come up with the lyrics and then someone else comes up with the bass line? Like, how do you guys work it? Yeah. Um, the uh, lyrics are nearly always last in the whole process. So we'll usually start, we have yeah. just throw throw all different ideas into. It'll normally start with a, a groove idea. A lot of the time it'll be starting on bass or we started to do a bit more synth stuff recently. Um, but yeah, we'd throw all these ideas into a folder and it'll just be, it'll just be like a little sound sketch. And, you know, we'll, because we, we all live separately as well. Mm. So um I won't know that Henry's working on something and every now and again I'll look at this folder and it's like, oh, like, like what's, what's this? And then when we get together, we'll go through and be like, oh, okay, like those those five ideas, like they're the ones worth working on. I feel like you know straight away when there's a, yeah. when there's one you're like, yeah. oh, this we've got to do this one. And then then once the songs are demoed, our recording process is we'll always go into a studio to do the drums and then the rest of it, um, I've just got like a little home studio set up, so we just do it, just do it all at home and get into it. Lovely, that's awesome. Sounds like a lovely process. <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's it's nice because um, you know we're not paying for a studio, so we we got yeah. we got all the time we need, and which can be a good thing and a bad thing. Yeah, we can. I I mean I I'm such like a revisionist. I'll just like keep on going through. It's like it could be better, could be better. Let's try this. Let's try that. And, you know, eventually you get Confirmed. there. But also yes. sometimes it's good just to be like, okay, this is the deadline. Yeah. Make it and run with it. And it's good to have other members that are like, this is it, dude. Enough. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's an interesting thing. Even like the, the the dynamic change of working by yourself to mm. having one of the other guys of the sitting. Because most songs on volume one on our first EP, it was mostly Ryan yeah. that did that. So this this next one we've kind of all collaboratively worked on. So it's been a different process. Awesome. Well, speaking of the new EP, you had a single, Nuclear Love. Do you want to tell me a bit about that track? Yeah, that was one of the ones that was like, came so different from the first EP because I was, 
I started that song back in the UK and I like had a big demo and then I lost the recording of it. And I was living like, I was living, it's so stupid. I was living on a farm, like on a dairy farm, like doing some works. I needed somewhere to live. I just had my iPad. I was like, oh, I feel really good about this song. Brian and Charles need to hear this. And I was like, I'll do like a little patchwork, like really rough demo and send it to Ryan. He's like, that's so good. I love that. That's great. I was like, yeah, that's great, but it shouldn't like be like that. It it's, shouldn't sound like that. It shouldn't sound yeah. anything like that. That's just so you know, like how the words go. <laughs> and then that's that iPad version is pretty much what the single ended up being. <laughs> I was like, no, Henry, awesome. like the way it's got to sound. Those yes, drums awesome. and that synth that lead the whole tune are just like from my iPad. I was living in like a train carriage on this dairy farm. <laughs> that's um, so sick. That's and he like never got paid for like that. No, he he did like some classic dodgy like farm work. Where they were like, oh, yeah, yeah, we'll pay you for this. And they never did. Yeah. Oh, like, so up. But we got a good song out of it. Was it was good. So yeah, loads. I got loads of ideas during that yeah. time. It was sick. Just oh. sending Brian. And yeah, New Care Love was the, the best one that came out of that. Yeah, cool. And now you've got EP out, volume two. How does it feel to have second EP out? It's, it's great. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's always. It's a really nice way to finish off the year. Yeah, definitely. Right. First half of the year, we were playing so many shows to the point where, like, we had all these songs and we were like, "Oh, we, we have no time to like get them finished." Mm. And we took some time off, and that's when everything like locked up again. So yeah, it was, like, it was perfect. It was time kind of a year of like two halves. So having the EP to finish it off is like great. It's crazy because yeah. it feels like two different years, like the beginning of the year versus like it really getting so crazy. And then our manager was like, guys, I know you love playing shows, but you have to stop for a little while <laughs> yeah. because you need to record some music. And I was like, no, but it's actually really good. Because really yeah. then we couldn't. Anyway. <laughs> wow. And so are they like kind of recent songs or are they more from the start of the year era? It's it's such a mix. Yeah. Like, um, as Henry said, like Nuclear Love, that was from the Dairy Farm, which I guess was, back, was like- back end of last year. And then. Even um, one of the other tracks, Spicy, I, I remember I started that song pre-COVID. Um, me and Chelsea were actually, we were in Nashville. And so that that was like two years ago. It's yeah. like each each song has its own its own life and its own journey. We're, it's, we're not like the kind of band that will, okay, like we're going to do this EP like in three months. Like let's sit down and write all the songs for us. There's just all these ideas that are always floating around in our in our shared folder. Yeah. <laughs> and at some yeah. point, at some point, they kind of come will come together. It's like great, okay, like that's the next yeah. that's the next collection of songs. Cool. Some of them are probably older than they even seem because we were so because we were moving around so much at the start of the year. Like Palm Springs started when our drummer from the UK, Tom, was over here, like pre-COVID. Yeah, and we were and all living, all living 20. on the Gold Coast. We're all in the same place. Twenty, end of twenty nineteen, beginning of twenty twenty, and we were just messing around after rehearsal, and and then they just sit around and yeah, they change, and then that's also the nice thing about an EP like this. It's like it holds memories for us as well. Yeah, that each song has its own yes. time and place. Yeah, that's awesome. And so, how I get, how would you kind of compare the two EPs? And like, I guess, how would you say your music has evolved from Volume One to Volume Two? <laughs> how you've evolved as people? Whoa. Oh, well, I mean, yeah. well <laughs> <laughs> spatter in the works. Yeah, how, how long you got? Yeah. 
<laughs> All of a sudden, this couch feels like a therapist. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, do you have, Chelsea, Chelsea touched on it before. This second one was way more collaborative. Uh, the, fir- the first one was me in an apartment in Leeds do- doing my thing. Uh, this this one was very much a group effort, so that was awesome. Um, I think, like we just touched on before, like a big part of this EP was each song had way more of its own journey. And we were, from the start, we were way more um, like giving ourselves permission for it to be that way and for, like it didn't, the EP didn't have to have like a sound as such. It was like, like, let's just treat each song as its own thing. Let it, let it be what it needs to be. Like, let's kind of experiment. I think the whole thing is like way broader in sounds. Uh, the the first EP, there's, there's variation, but it is, yeah. it feels more like kind of one thing altogether. This one, it's like, yeah, broader sonic palette for sure. It's kind of picked from, there's a lot of songs. Like in our shared folder, there's a lot of songs. And there's some stuff that we know is like, there's a few songs that are nearly finished. Some we're playing live, some that need to be demoed that were written and started at a similar time. So I think these were ones that were picked out, whereas the first EP was like, some of those were haven't changed that much from when I first got sent them. Like yeah. Lemon Joe is like immortal, so similar to when I got sent them, whereas these are all just like picked from all over the place. And, yeah cool do you think you guys would ever do something like like a concept album where it's kind of like not separate songs but sort of like progressively they all kind of go together yeah for sure i think we'd love to yeah Yeah, it's definitely that's definitely like a desire to do that um i think it's just the way things have been with you know just over two years ago we were all living in the uk and since then i don't know we've moved like five times that's like over the last few years, so it's it's. I think it's just the it's just the way things have gone. But yeah, I I definitely have a bit of a dream. Chelsea's dad actually he was a musician. Um, yeah. like in the seventies, he had like his own his own thing, and he had his actually. There's a studio still at their house. Um, and it's definitely a, a bit of a kind of dream that's back there that we'd go rebuild the studio and just like work on one project there. Yeah, to be nice, do everything like all in the same space, and yeah, yeah, cool. That sounds awesome. And do you have like, I guess, each of you do you have a favorite track off of the EP? Mine's Nuclear Love. Yeah, I think mine's Nuclear Love just because I never thought that I never thought that that would be like a song like that. From when I wrote it in Leeds, then didn't do anything with it. I was like so stoked for everyone to collaborate on that and to like because Ryan arranged all the backing vocals that Charles and a few friends of ours sang and I wasn't there I was living in Brisbane and one day I just got sent a video from Ryan of like Charles and these two other girls like Aubrey and Shay just like singing these parts and I was like <laughs> losing my mind like, <laughs> that's like my favorite I think is like the big big BB section at the end like yeah. big fat harmonies and but Spice is my favourite one live, actually. That mm. song to play is so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. Incredible. I think I, I have, like, favourite bits about each song. I, I really like Nuclear Love as well. I'm So that's my favourite mix of all the of all the songs. Um, I love I love the mix on that song. Yeah. And also, I think if we had have done, you know, like, the if all the songs had been written in the same space, like, I don't think Nuclear Love would have ever ended up on an EP like that. It's only because it's been all these like different pieces that it created room for nuclear love. So I'm so glad it's 
we've done that kind of EP. Yeah. So I, I like that. And then yeah. I really, I really love Banana Moon for me is the one that I, it's always been very close to my heart. And, yeah. Um, again, it's like a different one for us. It's a bit more like beautiful, I guess. <laughs> nice. Oh, like, go for it. You think about like all the memories there. I think about when we were in Melbourne or on our way to Melbourne and me, Tim and Ryan were trying to film a video for it walking around with yeah. bananas at this headline <laughs> the ocean and like in this rock pool. <laughs> and we've got so much stupid footage of it. And that's like, yeah, every song, I think you kind of like them all eagerly. They've all got their yeah, memories. Like. 10 hours of banana B-roll. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I can just imagine all the, the looks of like these. What are these people doing with these bananas? I wonder if you like influences in the wild. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. That's so good. Um, so have you guys had the chance to play any gigs kind of lately? Yeah. yeah. We, did the, we did a whole tour with King Singray. We did like eight shows. Um, the whole Queensland. All the way. Yeah, up to Kent. Yeah, Queensland tour. Incredible. And then we've actually, uh, I'm not sure what, what day this is going out, but um, this this weekend, anyway, for us for us in this very moment, we've, we've yes. got a headline show tonight in Brisbane and Fun. then Gold Coast tomorrow night. Cool. What? Where Where are you playing? What venues? Uh, Brightside in Brisbane and then uh, Cooley Hotel on the Gold Coast. Fun. That's going to be awesome. Yeah, um, we're yeah, because I you, you guys have such a lot good live show. I'm just gonna do a little announcement here. Oh, thank you. So, you guys open for Donny when he when yes. he came. That was this year. Oh, that's I know. I can never believe that. Isn't that, was that this wild? Year. Yeah, that is really weird to me. That feels like another time, but that was the best. Yeah, yeah that was awesome because I had never heard of you guys before then, and I rocked up and I was like, "Wow, this is <laughs> okay." Oh, we were just Thanks. all having a real good boogie, and it was great. Oh, were, you. were you at the session? Because um, I think we did two sessions. Oh, no, we did three, three at Corner, didn't we? Yeah. yeah. Were you were you at the show where um, Henry broke the bass string, or a different one? Probably. I hope not. No, uh, I think um, it was a different one. Uh, yeah, unless you played it all really all... well and I didn't notice, but yeah, you definitely <laughs> you would have noticed. You would have noticed like a three joke stand up set. Oh yeah, no, so it definitely wasn't that well. I, it was... Yeah, I had a I had a bit of a crazy experience actually that afternoon. Um, we just flown into Melbourne. I was really tired and I was just I was trying to sleep in the afternoon and I was some reason I was just my mind was just racing about this show. This was gonna be our first night playing with Donny Benny. It's why yeah. the mind. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, for some reason I like. I like preempted something really bad happening. So I, I practiced like three, I was like, okay, if something really bad happened, what would I do? I was like, oh, I just tell like my three favorite jokes. I'm like, Oh, like, all right, what are, what are my three favorite jokes? So I actually memorized three jokes and then first show a bass string broke, which never happens. And I'm just like, sweet, I'm prepared for this. Like, here and we it's go. Not like, you can, like usually on a regular show, you can ask someone, Oh, does anyone have a spare guitar? But the other like the only other band that was playing was Donny Benet and it was Don, it would have been Donny's face. So you can't ask him to yeah. blow his face. Oh, yeah. That's like, <laughs> we were stuck. Like, like it's right and dry. Uh, can yeah, I, I have yeah. your child for the night? Thank you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Well, you just kind of led me into my last question, um, which is I kind of always end the episodes by asking your favourite gig memory ever. That was just a lovely, lovely time. And also... 
where it went horribly wrong and you guys just wanted to kind of drop everything and leave. Oh, and like, you know, I feel that's, like that's mine. That's that was true. Henry's. But it was still it was still such a great show. Like it was. Really I feel like good. That's that's true. True. A, lot of things, yeah. a lot of things went wrong, but it's still like a yeah. I like remember it fondly. <laughs> I, I think best gig moment we were we were lucky enough in this oh. last tour that we did with King Singray to play. Um, I don't know if you know the Tivoli in Brisbane. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah, it was a bit of like a childhood dream for all of us, and it was so fun. And just everything went right. You know, usually like yeah. it's good, but one thing goes wrong but like nothing went wrong it was just we were all like really stoked and present and felt like it went well and it was so special like yeah that yeah. was a perfect night yeah yeah it was as close to perfect as it gets yeah oh that's awesome that's so nice to hear I love when people tell nice stories I always ask horrible <laughs> stories as well and I'm like ah but it's nice to hear a good one. <laughs> Um, and a horrible one. We'll end it with that while we're here. Oh, does it get much worse than breaking? Yeah, you've already screen, heard yeah. my horrible one. Like, Do you have any? Having a crowd of people about a meter away from me while I'm trying to change a bass string on stage. Oh, God. I could have died. Do you have any worse? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Things have gone pretty well for this band. Yeah. I've had, I've had I'm happy terrible. to hear it. Honestly, I am happy to hear that. And I reckon we leave it on a high note. Yeah, yeah. I'm so, I love hearing that you guys have not had that many horrible things go wrong, except for some bass strings breaking. That's awesome. Although last week, Charles put her oh. arm in a, oh, through a ceiling. Oh. <laughs> so we couldn't, like, she couldn't rehearse properly. And we were, meant to, we were literally meant to be doing another interview and we had to message and be like, hey, can we reschedule on the way to the hospital? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so, yeah, we, uh, we end up in, in emergency at the hospital for for hours like late into the night and then on the way home our car broke down oh and we had to get it towed <laughs> apart from that day yes yeah. jeez alright yeah. well there you go that, at least it wasn't like going to that was a- yeah that's no. pretty likely it's, it was just a horrible day <laughs> unfortunately <laughs> Um, but I usually do a cheers at the end of my episodes um, with whatever you oh, have around yeah. you. It doesn't have to be. Okay, guys, pass around the drinks. <laughs> Beautiful, love it. We got things of beads. There we go. Oh my god, I love this. Cheers, guys. <laughs> cheers. Yay. Yay. That's awesome.